0: Just one look and I can hear a bell ring. One more look and I forget everything. Oh, 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 pizzeria. Another pie again. My, Mm. my, yummy pepperoni.
1: (laughs) Oh, delicious. (laughs) Oh, my God. I love pizza so much.
0: Uh, Oh, my gosh. Okay. Do you like a doughier pizza or like a fluffier pizza?
1: I mean I think it depends on the you know the kind of day I'm having.
0: Mm, Honestly, mm-hmm. I just
1: like love pizza. Yeah. Is that it's that saying that uh I've heard said before. Yeah. Even when it's pretty bad, it's still pretty it's good. It's still
0: pizza. Yeah. You know. Mhm. Have I told you this thing about me when I was a kid? I, don't I would know. like lose my shit. Mhm. The best example I can think of is Round Table. For sure. Roundtable always gets these really beautiful bubbles in their dough.
2: Oh yeah. I know. I would
0: always want the piece that had the biggest bubble. Mm-hmm. And I would like I would like yell. I'd be like, I want the bubble piece. Give me the bubble piece. And that's, if anybody got aggressive. the bubble piece and I didn't, I would be very disappointed.
2: <laughs>
0: but the good thing is, is everybody would give me the bubble piece so oh, nice. very little I think, feuding I think,
1: I think it was like me and my siblings and or me and my friends would call it like that's the cancer of the pizza
0: okay that's <laughs> this, not a healthy way to look, the look at that
1: thing but yeah oh i love it yeah, oh, it always delicious and round table oh yeah. my god yeah tumor yeah yeah, yeah not cancer. <laughs>
0: hey can i have a slice oh, of whatever. cancer please i mean
1: we wouldn't say it to the employees we'd just say like oh no, look no, at no. that no. who wants the tumor
0: <laughs> i love it I oh love my it.
1: God, I yeah. know it
0: means I get like less toppings, but I'm like fine with that.
1: Oh, that's fine. I feel like, like I,
0: bread is like 90% of the pull for me with the pizza.
1: I mean, yeah, the crust, the, all that's got to be good. It's got to be on point. And then you get toppings. It's like, oh, man, what an amazing mm-hmm. day. I got all this extra stuff.
0: I've been really into just like a plain margarita pizza, like a simple,
2: oh, really? you know, the
0: moss and then the, the basil <laughs> and the tomatoes. <laughs> a little it's so good. I love
2: yeah. it. Oh, my uh, God. I love a yeah, simplistic pizza. I was pizza. thinking
1: about it the other day when we got, like, the Winko Zah. I was yeah. like, you know, you, you can tell when the za is, like, oh, a, the little, quality is low. a little lower quality. But still, I was like, God, this is slapping my cheeks. I
0: know. The it chew was so factor is divine.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, you just got to be, honestly, when am I not in the mood for pizza?
0: I love a good crisp.
1: Oh, yeah. That's what I used to do with that the good tombstones. Bite. Like, tombstone oh pizza <laughs> used to be, like, my favorite. I, I swear by it. Should do it again one of these days. Your enemy do...
0: is Red Baron.
1: Oh, well, Red Baron, horrible. But anyways, with Tombstone, what I would do is, and, th- and this was back when I was a monster, and I could still probably do it. I kind of feel like doing it right now, even though we don't have it. But I would, like, you know, get my parents to get me a Tombstone.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: They'd get me it. And then I would, like, cook it. And I just had the timing and the heat just right to where mm-hmm. it would essentially come out. And I could like hold the whole pizza and it would just be flat as a table, just flat as a board. When I would cut it, it was just, (sighs) (sighs) it was like an iceberg breaking off and falling into the ocean. And then I would just eat the whole thing.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I'm definitely, if it's, if a pizza's on the soggier side, I'm less happy. Like I I need a good crisp, firm bottom. And if there's some Mm -hmm. doughiness in the middle, I'm fine with that. But like. If my pizza's flopping into my mouth, I don't want it.
1: Mm-mm. Made it nice and hard.
0: Oh, yeah. Welcome back once again, everybody, to the Show Defendant Podcast. It's the podcast... That exposes our codependent tendencies with the things that we love, how they shaped us, and who we are today, and whether or not that relationship has changed. The voice you're hearing, as always, is the one and only Kayla, and with me today is my lovely partner Eddie.
1: Hey, you see that? Uh, see that bush burning over there? No. Do you hear those uh, voices coming from it? No. Well, if you do, then I suggest that you uh go get a little bit of help because that's not normal. That's not okay. It may be normal in this movie, but it's not normal normally. So my name is Eddie, and I'm here to let you know, hey, I'm having a good time. Feet are feeling good. My feet got hit today. Mm-hmm. A little petty. And uh, feeling right. Feeling excited to talk about something that uh, Kayla's a big fan of. <laughs> <laughs> and uh,
0: Hey!
2: You know,
1: I'm not here to yuck anyone's yum, but you know, I just got That's what's
0: going to happen today. So. I just
1: got to let y'all know, hey, I got to be real here. Okay. Mm-hmm. I keep it real.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Kayla, why don't you tell us how you're feeling, and then we'll get on into it, huh?
0: I am very relaxed. Okay. I got the smell of stew in my nose.
2: hmm
0: I spent the day at the spa with you, so I'm feeling very nice.
1: Feeling pretty good. Let's feeling get to good. it, now. Why don't you let them know what we're talking about?
0: Today we are going to be discussing the 1998 epic film epic animated film rather the prince of egypt and the many voices that were inside of it and inside of my heart
2: Oh boy! as a
0: youth so let's let's talk about it
1: yeah there's hella famous voices in this one this is a dreamworks before shrek so it's kind of like a prequel to dreamworks really getting big in there at least for me Mm mm-hmm shrek is definitely a turning point i think for our generation and allowing oh. dreamworks to be like hey that's that company that makes some pretty good animated films
3: there you and, go and uh, the
1: last thing in case you didn't know but this is a retelling of the tale of moses from mm. you know a little book known as the bible kind of important to some people not important at all to others but yes. somehow affecting all of our lives which is You know, not great, but that's fun.
0: That's fun. (laughs) We're getting really political right off the bat. Love it. I don't
1: know if that's political or religious, but either way, let's get on into it with our
0: Me Cute. It's a meat Cute baby. It's how we met this thing. You don't think we'll
2: get in trouble for this, do you? No, not a chance.
1: So, as we do, seeing as I really had zero experience with this film, let me talk to y'all first. Let me let y'all know that I'm like 96% sure. That I saw this movie at least once when I Mm -hmm. was a kid. But man, (sighs) I'll be honest, I I really don't remember like anything at all. Mm -hmm. It's not like, and I have to say it, I have to say it. It's not like I'm ride or die for Disney, especially now. A lot of things I have a problem with that Disney's been up to. But in animated films, especially when I was a kid, it was essentially Disney or nothing. You know what Mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like any other studio. My little Eddie brain was like, yeah, whatever. I don't really care. Why would I watch that when I could watch The Lion King again? Oh, boy. And don't even. For the 500th time. Do not even get me started on that hack Don Bluth. Anything by him. Even when I was a kid, I was like, "Oh, disgusting. Get that. Oh, my God. This man couldn't cut it in Disney. And he ran off to try and be better. And he never even reached the heights that Disney had
0: wow you're really shitting on a, a man who just you know was going out to pursue his dream
1: yeah that's right
0: and he doesn't even have anything to do with this movie
1: no but you know i want him to catch strays for me <laughs> anytime <laughs> that's possible so you know this he gets to Don catch that one.
0: hate group apparently mm-hmm. one of
1: these days one of these days we'll get there but anyways yeah, rewatching this was essentially a first watch for me because I mm-hmm. remembered maybe one scene, maybe vaguely. Ooh. A young Eddie just this this did not stick in my brain. Oh. You obviously feel different.
0: That's an understatement. Yeah, I'm completely polar opposite to that. This movie was very important to me growing up because, as you know, mm-hmm. I was raised Mormon.
1: Oh, oh boy, don't I know it.
0: But hey, I would take this movie a billion times over compared to the quote-unquote Book of Mormon story VHSs that could have been shoved down my proverbial throat. So, yeah, this is a good alternative because did I ever really think that this happened for real? Maybe.
2: One point in my
0: life when the little seed of faith had not been squashed by just life.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right.
0: But, no, this was, like, a very integral part of my adolescence. I associate this movie with my mom and my brothers. So it's just, I don't know. I As long as I can remember, I remember this movie. And I remember the music and the message and the images. So I'm really excited to talk about it because religion aside, I think this <laughs> is just a really good story. <laughs> Uh huh. Why are you giggling to yourself? Yeah, it's just
1: like, let's just cast the whole thing aside because it's just all religion.
0: <laughs> no. All right. No. Okay. It's just a story. Sure. If we just look at it like a story.
1: I wish we could look at it like a story.
0: It's a good story. Okay. The ramifications of the story and other stories connected to it, that's another thing entirely. So I'm excited to talk about it. Let's get into the nitty-gritty. Okay. (laughs) Getting to know each other.
2: All I've ever known to be
1: true is a lie. This movie started off with a sort of based on a true story thing. A little disclaimer, which always makes me go like, oh, dang. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Hey,
1: yo, for real?
0: Yo, this like really happened in like real, for real, real? Which
1: is very funny with this story specifically. And it also always just reminds me of like horror or documentaries Mm -hmm. where they're like, hey, based on a true story. I don't know. This one obviously isn't based on a true story. That's not why they did it. This was more of like a, hey, you know, we understand that this is based on religion. Everyone relax. Everyone chill out, you know. Uh, Don't get Mm -hmm. mad at us. And it Mm -hmm. also just funny in my connection reminds me, I think, the most of like the Assassin's Creed video games. Because pretty much Mm -hmm. all of those games start with a disclaimer like this, where they're like, Assassin's Creed was made by a breadth of people from all different cultures and beliefs and all walks of life. So don't get mad at us if we sort of misrepresent something from your culture or religion or belief. And it's like, I get that and why you do that. But also, like, I don't think you have to do that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They just present the story and then whatever. So I personally They were just providing
0: context.
1: I know they it was were just, just trying like, to
0: let you know, hey, we know this is a very important story. This is the best way that we found to tell it.
1: Yeah. I will say, well, I, I'll sprinkle in little fun facts because I did an eye research and I guess this is a testament to the, uh, the crew. Apparently, they went to something like 600 different religious people and wow. like asked them, hey, how would you present this? So, a lot of religious people, religious studies people, I don't fucking know what to call them, Mm -hmm. people who like religion, saw this movie and said it's probably the best, like, retelling that they've seen in, like, popular culture. So, that's something. That would
0: make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, as a religious study minor, I do find it really great that we didn't have a white Moses.
3: Yeah, (laughs) maybe. You
0: know? I I felt like there was a even lot though he of was different... definitely
1: voiced by a white
2: man.
0: Yeah, well, of course he was. This was the '90s, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but regardless, I thought the visual representation of these cultures was very nice. I oh, sure. I mean, I thought it was very. I don't know. It was it was cool. We got we got to see a lot of different models and skin tones and different. Features of people, which is good. I guess we should start at the beginning, which makes me like cry and like almost throw up every time because oh. it is so emotionally provocative in its music. And it's like, oh, I don't know. It just does the perfect music thing, mm-hmm. perfect musical thing of just setting the stage, setting the stakes, and putting you in a time and place. And this song. Is called Deliver Us, ah. and it makes me so sad. And yeah, so, I can tell.
1: It yeah. was definitely something because I was again. I'm not here to yuck Kayla's yum. I don't he want you to feel like I'm just He's dunking here. on this film. But yeah, you really are. for a few for a few bits of this episode, you can call me Shaquille O'Neal, and this film you may as well call the Rim. So I just have to say, hurtful. It was very much. <laughs> surprising to me because i was just like sitting there we just started this i just saw the disclaimer so i'm in my head like why the fuck did they do that and
0: then mm-hmm. this lady's
1: singing the song and i am just feeling nothing i'm watching this and like instantly forgetting every word that she's saying and then mm. i look over at kayla and she's crying and i was like for real <laughs> oh, hey. i was like hey yo i didn't say it but in my head i was like you like so that.
2: Heartless.
1: Hey, I'll explain it more later. I don't think it's just well you want me to lie? No. I was just like, oh man, I get I get nothing from this. But I mean good for them, I guess. It also didn't make sense. And I feel like they didn't really explain it. And maybe it's just like, you know, I don't know. Whatever. But why she why she throw her kid away when the other kid survived anyways? I guess it was because it was a baby. I don't know. I just don't pay attention. Babies
0: can't stay quiet. Babies can't hide.
1: I've seen a quiet place. That baby survived.
0: <laughs> we don't know. We didn't see Quiet Place 2. So I we saw the no beginning of, of Quiet Place 2. <gasps> Without me?
1: Yeah, you know this. Anyways. back so to you, <laughs> Back to your thing.
0: Anyway, Deliver Us is like a perfect musical number, and I love it so much. And it's so why, sad.
1: Yeah, why? Why does it make you cry? I,
0: it makes me so sad because, I mean, obviously, if you know anything about this story, Moses gets put in a basket. And like set down the river to, you know, avoid being captured mm-hmm. by the Egyptian guards, basically. Anyway, right. it's, I don't know, it just hits me so deep in my core. And I don't know why. I'm not Jewish. I don't come from this heritage or Christian. Or I'm, I mean, I was raised in a Christian household. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. It's, I think it's just the, I don't know. It's just like a very human story. It's very sad because you see these people being violently abused and taken advantage of. And then you see like the desperation of a mother um, with her young infant. And it's just like, it's just like very human. And I've always like the, I cannot recall the artist who voices Yoheved, but Oh my God, those vocals are just pure gold to me, and just so soulful and heartbreaking. So deliver us is it's both a command and uh like a prayer mm-hmm. to both Moses and God, which is like very sweet, and it, and it hits you with the title card up front, which I'm a huge fan of. I mean, they took notes from Lion King, I think, because they were like, oh, oh that worked it. very well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boom, and they hit you with that hard and fast end note and it's just like woo-hoo, gives me chills, makes me cry every time love it so much we get a bromance in this story again, I really don't know I mean, obviously this is an artistic interpretation because I don't remember Ramses being that damn
2: Ramses.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, was yeah. he hot?
0: oh, I had crushes on both Moses and Ramsey side pony kid. Love it.
1: All right.
0: Something to hold on to, you know? I guess. <laughs> um, I guess now would kind of be a good time to talk about the voices and the amazing like voice acting that's in this because my God, who knew Val Kilmer, aka Iceman mm-hmm. would be such a captivating protagonist. Like, he is Moses. Yeah, most definitely
1: surprising. I don't know what I expected him to sound like, but I feel like I didn't expect that. And we gotta give the flowers to, uh, what is it, Ralph Finise, or whatever the hell his name is? Yeah. Voldemort. Voldemort! Yeah, and I will say this. Yes. Most of the main cast had different voice actors for their singing, Mm -hmm. but, uh, Ralph, oh, Voldemort, he did the singing for himself so that's his voice i'm
0: even more attracted to him now god damn he I mean,
1: did a good job you know the oh singing was good. voices yes. were on point but oh my god if i could interject real quick
0: you don't may sigh.
1: don't sigh when i make my interjections <laughs> it's just you know i i get that it's a uh tale of the bible and a lot of things there they're a little a bit of embellishments and stuff <laughs> but uh It's a point in the film pretty early on, because this movie is quick. It Bang, 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 bang. Like, they're like, we're not wasting any time on any of this world building.
0: It's the whole book of Exodus they have to Uh get through.
1: Obviously, Kayla said Moses' mom sang him that song. And then when he's older, I don't know how old he was. I want to say he's like 20-something. He goes and he sees his brother and sister, and he's like about to backhand his sister. (laughs) <laughs> and his brother's like, "Hey, yo, chill, you know, whatever," because he doesn't believe that they're related. Because he's like, "Y'all peasants, let me spit on you. Y'all mm-hmm. less than dirt to me." But nope. uh the sister who is Hillary Swank, no, Sandra Bullock. Correct, Bullocks. Sandra Bullock. there you go. <laughs> Which the more I heard, I don't her, think I our, our like,
0: audience has heard the Hillary Swank story. That's so fine. they I <laughs> don't
1: need to. And Sandra Bullock, the more I listened, I was like, yeah, that's Sandra Bullock. This is, this is something. But the character started singing that same song. And I was like, ain't no way this man oh. would remember this song.
0: <laughs> he Hi, was honey. so far
1: from gaining consciousness Please? and memories when he was over there fighting for his life in a basket in the water. I was just <laughs> like, I, I get it. I understand why. But don't lie to me. All right. Honey? <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm gonna use the do Christian it. version oh, of yada yada yada, which is through God all things are possible.
2: Oh, God. So there
0: you go. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll
1: give I'll give you a nice nice thing, and then I'll let you go for it.
0: Okay, go. Give, please give one positive feedback on this film, please.
1: Yeah, the hieroglyphs animation was pretty cool. It's pretty dope.
0: Oh yeah, when um. Moses has that dream about his his dad committing the genocide of the Hebrews. Mm-hmm. Yikes!
1: Something he somehow knew nothing about.
0: You know what? We see what we want to see.
1: Apparently, so or we just get hidden from the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. It. I. I love that sequence. That sequence is like forever burned in my brain.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I. I mean, as a kid especially around like fifth or sixth grade, I was very into Egyptology. And so like that aesthetic, yeah, Mm -hmm. that aesthetic was just like so captivating. And I don't know, it just tickled the right part of my brain as a kid. And it was so sad to see him have the, you know, the wool, what's it called? What was the euphemism I was going with? I
1: don't know, pulled out from over his eyes.
0: Yeah, something like that. Where he finally had to see the truth.
2: Uh And then
0: his dad was like, eh, they're just slaves. They're not people. And I was just like, oh,
1: boy. (laughs) Oh, that's a good guy.
0: Oh, boy. Pharaoh is a bad dude, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
1: I guess it was kind of like a Siddhartha situation where he just didn't know. You know, Mm -hmm. you're, you're in your own world. You're rich. You're famous. Everything is, especially back then, you literally, you know, got whatever you wanted. And people were literally beneath you. You could treat them like nothing. But, like, as soon as he figures it out and he goes and sees the uh, terrible life that the slaves are having, all the Mm -hmm. Jews are just getting backhanded left and right and
3: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: kicked and essentially killed for no reason. Mm -hmm. He's like, God, this is not good.
0: (laughs) He's like... Oh, no. I have gained class consciousness. (laughs) I (laughs) have realized this
1: is not good. I'm going to go murder a man.
0: It was an accident.
1: (laughs) But he hella killed that man.
0: Oh, yeah. It was not good. He fell like, what, four stories?
1: At at least.
0: It was really bad. Uh (laughs)
1: Uh-huh. I mean, good for him, though. I mean, he got it. He could have taken the out
0: that his brother offered him. I would have. Yeah. I probably would have ended up committed suicide. Like, he essentially went out okay. to die. <laughs> no, yeah. but like, you know, like Moses just went out, at least in this story. He just went out. Uh-huh. He just walked.
1: He dipped. He, he said, I exiled do. himself. I'm done with this.
0: And he said, I don't deserve to live. I took a man's life.
2: Uh-huh. I'm
0: going to go wander in the desert. And yikes. Uh-huh. Big wolf. Yeah it's my mm, mm, mm. before we move forward when moses literally has his like come to jesus moment yeah with god uh <laughs> uh because jesus isn't in this movie but
2: no he ain't
0: no he's not can we just talk about um oh god what is her name moses's wife
1: you're looking at me as if I know anything from this movie. Mm. None well, Moses- of this stuck with me.
0: <laughs> Moses' wife is so fine. DreamWorks knows how to make a baddie. Apparently. And they've been doing it, doing it right for such a long time. And I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember as a kid, I was like, God, why is she so beautiful? Like the specifically like the scene where she pushes up her headband
2: mm-hmm. after
0: being thrown into the fountain by Moses. Well, not right, thrown, right, right. but like, yeah, well, yeah, he basically pushed her in. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the pushing up of the headband, I was always like, God damn, mm-hmm. god damn, this woman, <laughs> she's so yeah. beautiful and uh, uh, yum, in a word, auga. Wow, <laughs> uh huh.
2: <laughs>
0: but yeah, it was just, yeah, it was very formative at a young age. I was like, hmm, <laughs> mm hmm. I I in the fact that she believes that Joseph saw the things that he did.
1: Joseph, huh?
0: Whoops, I'm mixing up my DreamWorks religious movies. Moses, what? there's a there's a there's another movie that came out after this that DreamWorks were released called Joseph, King of Dreams.
1: Oh God, no thanks.
0: Yeah, it wasn't as good. I'm sure. But she she's a down one. She's committed. You gotta give her that. Because I think if anybody came to me and told me that they were hearing voices from God, I'd be like, mm-hmm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave now.
1: Oh, yeah, you know, especially seeing as the person who comes to her is the same man who, like, essentially was about to own her and, like, abused her in front of a large group of people. hmm And just, you know, n- nothing positive. No, no, no positive bad there. But somehow Guy turned it around.
0: He, he, you know, he put it in the work, I guess. He grew a beard and grew out his hair. Mm-hmm. She
1: said, That's enough. Mm-hmm. She said, OK, I will, I will forgive your past abuse and all the bad things your family has done to my people. And uh, let's go on and get it on.
0: And I guess in the only defense that Moses had, technically not his family, just the people he was raised <laughs> by. <laughs> hey,
1: we ain't blood. So what you want from me?
0: Yep, yep. He didn't choose that life. He'd see, he, if Moses didn't say, okay, okay, mom, put me in the basket. I want to be royalty.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, that'd be nice, though. <laughs> Sorry. I was just fantasizing about how nice it would be to live in, well, not as a woman. Being a woman has never been great. But to be, like, in that situation where you were just, like, at the peak of society mm-hmm. and just getting everything you could want.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm.
0: That'd be nice.
1: <laughs> I mean, I guess. At the expense of everyone else, though. So I don't know how ah,
0: nice. Ah, right. Well, I guess yeah, ignorance
1: that's... is bliss, but I, I don't think I could do that.
0: Valid. Yeah, I feel bad. I don't know. how. I guess we could talk about the vision a little bit. Because I really do like the way that in in this movie, how they chose to portray the burning bush. Because every illustration that I was like raised on, was, like, just a bush on fire. And I'm like, is that really that wild? <laughs> like, it's just a bush on fire. Like, things catch on fire. Why is this so weird?
1: This man just came across a natural bush fire and said, mm-hmm. damn, I think I'm tripping out.
0: Also, like, where the bush was located was, like, in a place where there wasn't a lot of light. So I guess that's kind of weird. But it's also, like, yeah, eh, Things happen.
1: Yeah, you know, almost like it's made up. But, you know.
0: Hey! Shh, <laughs> sh- 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 it's a story.
1: What? go along
0: with the story.
1: All right, sure.
0: Okay, so a sheep wanders from... Oh, by the way, Moses is a shepherd, in case you didn't know. Everything's hunky-dory. But one of his sheep wanders off. He follows the sheep, and it's going bad, 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 like sheep do. And as he's trying to find it, he sees, like, that glow in the cave, and then he Mm -hmm. ends up going in, and by God, it's God. By
1: God! That's (laughs) gotta be God! (laughs) <laughs> that's gotta be gone
0: it's gotta be and it apparently was yeah it, which is cool i mean the fire is like not fire but it's some
1: it... weird like purplish pinkish light yeah
0: I don't, it's, know. I don't know it's more of like a smoky light i don't yeah, know i can't it's, really it's describe it
1: much like god do he saw this man moses just chilling life was good he made it through his hardships and was like you know what i survived wandering in the desert I deserve to relax. And God looked mm-hmm. down at him and said, oh, hell no. I'm,
0: I'm putting you to work.
1: <laughs> Tell you something. Mm-hmm. You're about to be burdened with the biggest burden I think any man is ever going to be burdened with.
0: It's pretty and, intense. Uh,
1: you best remove those shoes and never wear shoes again. Because here's my first fun factor in this scene. is mm-hmm. uh, I-, I thought it was pretty cool just because I guess it's an attention to detail. But when moses walks in and he sees this weird pink purple smoke bush thing he's you mean like, god oh, damn what the hell is this and then he hears a voice and it's like hey take those shoes off you in like a holy land and mm-hmm. then moses takes his shoes off and he never wears shoes again in the film because cool. the whole land is holy now you know what i'm saying
0: mm. it's kind of sick that's pretty awesome
1: let us know about the voices because you really like this
0: i love this i think it's so cool and i i learned about this through tiktok actually recently because there's phones listens to your uh, phone listens to you mm-hmm. so be careful what you say out loud and even maybe the thoughts in your head be careful with those as well
1: yeah, make sure you just say show dependent over and over again yep
0: continue anyway so it would In this TikTok, it was talked about how they decided to interpret the voice of God. Michelle. Because traditionally, you know, he has a big burly man voice. It's just, I'm God. Mm I don't know. Less Southern than that, but something along those lines. (laughs) Sounds Uh, like a Southern (laughs)
1: Baptist, but yeah.
0: Absolutely. Uh, But the really cool thing about the lines for God in this scene is that every major actor or voice actor in this film Got mm-hmm. to record these lines and mm-hmm. they layered all of those audio recordings on top of each other to create the voice of God. Mm-hmm. But the predominant voice that we do hear is Val Kim- Kilmer, mm-hmm. which is cool because the voice of God is Moses. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I am that I am, the God within us, like made sure. in God its image kind of thing. But also, how I like to interpret that is like the God within us all,
2: mm-hmm. like how
0: we are our own like versions of God in a sense, mm-hmm. creating our own realities and things like that, and I was just like, "Oh, that's so cool, yeah. and he gets how uh, we all kind of get to have that own voice in our heads and guide our own path, so I think that that was really cool, and I don't like old- De- I do not like Old Testament God, he is too unreasonable and a bit rude. So uh we haven't even gotten to the plagues yet.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. That's that's another somewhat important thing that happens during I mean, this. Just, just You've maybe it. heard of it.
0: Yeah. yeah the I mean, it
1: was definitely something. Old Testament God's pretty metal. He don't play around. Yes. He didn't mess around with none of that shit. He said, y'all like idols? Guess y'all like death, too. Because you about to get both.
0: <laughs> uh, He's a uh-huh. very jealous God. Um, yeah cannot share the spotlight
2: it was
1: kind of cool you know val kilmer talking to himself that i believe uh whoever was in charge of that decision or whatever said like yeah it was kind of a cool choice because we wanted it to be almost as if because val kilmer well not val kilmer because moses Moses. (laughs) is the one hearing it he hears god as his own voice because it's just like the voice in his head and that's how how he interpreted it yeah it's just god speaking through him which is something
0: Yep. Yeah. Which is what prophets are supposedly supposed to do. So supposedly. that's pretty cool. I really like the <laughs> I, well, I do have one like positive thing that I noticed mm-hmm. that you had when sure. we were watching this. Which was it, was, what? it was a cute little little girl giggle you let out when you saw the sheep in this movie because you thought oh, the adorable. lamb was really cute. <laughs> you were like, oh, look at the baby.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it was adorable. And it was very funny because as Kayla said who led Moses to the burning bush? It was a goat, mm-hmm. and it was also funny to me because the goat was there at the beginning, and the goat was there when Moses came back from the burning bush, and that goat also saw some shit. Oh yeah, because <laughs> my man Goatsis was like God Goat-siss. in heaven what the hell
0: moses the goat Goats. Uh-huh. yep mm-hmm. so I,
1: I have to believe he also went back to his herd and was just like freeing meh. his goat buds
0: meh. no they were all in uh the metaphor yeah. of sheep of meh. yeah anyway
1: mm-hmm. he I'm also let his it. people out he let his goat buds go free <laughs> they went to the promised land
0: from that they point went- on the sheep could never be shepherded
1: hmm exactly. They did, like, the same thing that the three Billy Goats Gruff did, and they crossed the bridge and went over to the promised mm-hmm. land, and just infinite grass.
0: Hell, yeah. And
1: just living. And you know that he was there with his little staff, and he said, eh. let my people go. And just... <sighs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right.
0: Say it again for the people in the back.
1: <laughs> let my people Go.
2: T-
0: Perfect. Mm-hmm. Honest. I want that as a shirt now. Yeah. That reminds me of a really stupid joke. Okay. How did do, How does Moses make his coffee?
1: Oh God, I have no idea.
0: He brews it.
1: Oh Lord <laughs> in heaven.
0: <laughs> All right. No more puns for the rest of the episode. All right. Cutting us off.
1: That's enough of that.
0: Yeah. That's enough of that. Enough of that. The musical number that we get. When Moses returns to challenge his brother to let the Hebrews go, mm-hmm. is so camp.
2: Yeah, like
0: it, it's it's a snazzy little ditty, and I <laughs> love it.
1: And it was a fucking choice because <laughs> you know Moses comes in, he does his little snake thing. Rameses also has advisors who can do little tricks and all that Mm -hmm. and apparently they also sing songs when he commands them to not Mm -hmm. only that though but rambas he's ready he's he's a man of the theater
0: he's a musical
1: man he loves a good show it's well
0: i mean it's what's his name i
1: don't know voldemort Voldemort. anyways (laughs) yeah He was Broadway before Broadway because he said, Oh, yeah, nice snake. Cool trick. Guess what? And then he just like tells the slaves that he has just like stranded up on top of these pillars Mm -hmm. and like up (laughs) too high to get down, who are seemingly just up there dying and living only for musical numbers. He tells them to hit the lights to direct the sun to a spotlight just so his two advisors could sing a song. And I'm like, The fuck is this?
0: (laughs) Being with the big boys now. Martin Short and Steve Martin, Steve Steve Martin and Martin, Martin Short. Short? That's, uh-huh. a Martin,
1: yeah. that's a lot of Martin. Yeah, a lot of Martin energy. Squared. Also, just going to add, they both also sang their parts. So good for them.
0: Of course they did, because they're mm-hmm. icons, and we yeah, they're them.
1: actual like singers.
0: Yeah, it's great. Martin uh-huh. Short was just uh, Lumiere in the live action direction oh, right. of yeah, yeah. Beauty and the Beast. So very fun. Uh, they slay. They they do something <laughs> oh, magic, love, yeah. And they they sassy, and I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's all fake magic. At least that's what we're supposed to believe, because mm-hmm. the snake that Moses created from the staff that God blessed, uh, ends up eating the snakes that the advisors create. So uh-huh. that's a bit of a metaphor, and I love it. It's very <laughs> visceral. I'm uh, like, oh yeah. boy, oh boy, he about Uh-oh. to get them. And oh boy, does he.
1: Oh boy, does he. And,
0: you know, it This never, is a lot.
1: Yeah, it never ceases to amaze me just how far some people will go to ignore the truth in front of them. Because Ramazes really, for one, if someone threw a staff down and it literally turned into a snake, you mm-hmm. got me convinced. Because I'm just oh, yeah. like- yeah, man, I'm going to step aside. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, Y'all can I mean... leave. But Ramesses, he really just watched this shit go down and said, Eh, that ain't nothing. Do better. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh. Uh,
0: do all a barrel roll. The
1: river is made out of literal blood except for the little area around you. Mm. Uh, that ain't nothing. Oh, God. Frogs, locusts, literal hellfire from the sky Mm -hmm. fucking like boils like a plague and Uh he's just like this has nothing to do with what he's saying. This is nice theatrics. He literally gets sick himself and he's still like
0: nah. (laughs) This just goes to show nothing has changed.
1: Yeah, it was just I mean, there's one thing that convinces this man Ramesses for a day and it was the Passover scene, mm-hmm. which this is the one thing that I vaguely remember just because it's pretty dope. It's pretty metal. Oh, and, you it's know, metal pa- as Passover hell. Passover is pretty insane and crazy. So can you explain what's going on here? You know, okay. Let us know what happens. It's a pretty intense scene, and I did like the way that they did it because it was, you know, no fuss, no fun. It was very much just shit's bad, and we're going to make it really intense.
0: We're going to watch God murder thousands in one night
1: you know how god do
0: god be, god be killing it
1: versus god god will mm. take that any day
0: yeah anyway for those of you who don't know what passover is referring to mm. uh moses was told by god that for the final like step of the plague yeah and the you know the horrible things that happened uh that in order for their firstborn because god's going to kill all the firstborns in the area essentially yeah in order to save the firstborn of every family the the hebrews essentially have to slaughter a lamb and then place its blood above the threshold of their home for mm-hmm. god to pass over them
1: Ah, damn! Nah, there's the an pass a. and over come together on screen, and you're like, "Shit!"
0: Yo, that's a compound word. Hey, I done heard about
1: that before.
0: God, damn. Hmm. That's lit. Also, poor little lamb.
1: Yeah.
0: Or goat. I don't remember what it was. I think they said some, lamb. Some cloven animal.
1: It's always something innocent that needs to die.
0: Yeah, God. God in the Old Testament demanded a lot of sacrifice, mm-hmm. literal and figurative. But, yeah, and then this scene where God actually comes, like, they say stretches out his hand, Uh is a lot. It's really intense. Right. And beautiful, but mostly scary.
1: Yeah, it's, like, terrifyingly beautiful, I guess would be a good way to describe it. I don't know what the
0: word would be. I don't think there's really a word in English that captures that specific form of beauty where it's so horrifying it's like beautiful
1: oh damn it's kind of nice yeah because he comes down as like a white fog a white mist and then you just see it i like the way that they did it i think it would be cool to see in like live action the way Mm -hmm. it would work with like the lighting and the flash. but uh you pretty much just see god smoke Go around, and whenever he finds a place, mostly Egyptian, where mm-hmm. they didn't have the blood over, you see him enter a room, and it's sort of like, "Does it flash briefly
0: so what happens essentially yeah, it's like a an energy surge, a way that they illustrate it really beautifully and sad. In the movie, is typically if there's a light source in the home, yes. you see it gets snuffed. It out. snuffs
1: out, and then you hear just like someone lose their take their final breath. It's just like yeah. a, ah! and then you see like a limb fall or a mm-hmm. vase crash, and you know you know what happened, and you know that a fucking kid,
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. most
1: of the time, somebody like just
0: doing chores,
1: a toddler, yeah. a seven year old, mm-hmm. just gets killed and taken out and you know as uh pharaohs do they'd be having kids and Ramesses, his own son who was also moses's kind of nephew
2: yeah
1: you know gets killed because of this Mm -hmm. and this is finally enough for Ramesses to be like okay you can leave yeah i'm letting your
0: people go finally
1: (laughs) yeah I guess I'm convinced now that my own son has been taken away from me.
0: Yep. Again, we say nothing has changed.
1: Right. And this leads us to that other famous thing from the Old Testament. You may have heard of it with this whole Mm. Moses story. Mm. Uh, The parting of the Red Sea. Yeah. Which was definitely animated pretty well. It had that weird 3D animated water that looked Mm. intense. It's very funny to me because... You know, some of those fish got fucked (laughs) because they wanted to get to the other side. And then all of a sudden,
0: how long is this going to (laughs) take?
1: Insane. And there was a comic that someone made. I wish I knew who it was so we could Mm -hmm. credit them correctly. But, you know, it's not our idea. I'm sure you can find it if you Google it. But there's a web comic that someone made. And it's like a fish talking to his fish boss, which is hilarious in and of itself. And he's like, (laughs) with
0: a little briefcase. (laughs) Yeah. He's
1: like, why are you late? What the hell happened? And the fish is like, you're not going to believe this. And it shows the Red Sea parted and the fish is on one side. And he's just like, no way.
0: No way. (laughs) Impossible. It's so funny.
1: And I think that's hilarious because it's like, how would you explain it? This is insane.
0: As a fish to your fish boss, there's Uh
1: no way. He wouldn't believe you. No, I no, wouldn't okay. believe him. Uh-huh.
0: Mm-mm, mm-mm. And that's why this is a story.
2: Yeah. Sure.
0: Yep. The parting of the Red Sea is so... I don't know. I guess the only word that could be used would be miraculous. Yeah. Like, that's insane.
1: It is insane.
0: I mean, it probably didn't happen. But it's pretty cool. And <laughs> it's really beautiful. And... Yeah, I mean, it
1: looks metal as hell.
0: It's really awesome. This
1: man stopped water from flowing, made that dry, and allowed his people to walk through an ocean. hmm Pretty sick. Not That's only really that, cool. like a fucking plume of fire jumps out of the middle of this thing. Thanks, and God. <laughs> stops Ramesses and all the Egyptians. Because guess what? He said they could go, but also he lied. So he he so said, psych, 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 psych. I'm going to kill y'all now because y'all killed my son. I don't know how y'all did it, but I'm, you know, you did it, so now I'm gonna have to get you. I've been
0: bamboozled and I do not like to be bamboozled. I Mm -hmm. like to be the bamboozler and not not liking the arrangement of this. Yeah. The fire and he puts on his cool hat. Oh yeah. And his chariot. He looks like a badass. You gotta do
1: it. I mean, I guess I don't remember it at all, but sure.
0: Oh well. It had an effect on me.
1: (laughs) I can tell. And Obviously, he goes, he tries to pursue them. You know what happens. The water is no longer parted. Everyone hella dies. Here's another little fun fact here.
0: Ooh, fun fact.
1: The uh, director, story writers, whatever, they said that the fact that Ramesses did not die in this and was sort of splashed out and survived, and we see him yelling Moses' name in, like, anger and, like, ah, you know, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. They said that that was sort of like their interpretation of what they thought Moses would think happened. That mm. Moses hoped that Ramesses did not die. That he was And spared. sort of, yeah, envisioned him being upset and that's why in the film i guess again i don't remember but i remember reading the imdb fact is that in the film that's why like their faces are next to each other and he's like overlaid when he's yelling his name Mm. because they wanted to show that that's like moses's wish is that Ramesses is still alive he didn't actually die in that so so Mm -hmm. moses a good guy he loves his brother till the end That that was definitely, you know, that's like a bittersweet, a sad thing, because you can tell Ramesses, for as bad of a guy as he is, and don't get me wrong, like, that's kind of part of my, uh, my gripe with this, is sort of like, I get that they're humans, and it was a different time, and, you know, you can judge people by the time they were in, whatever, but even in the time they were in, this guy was a piece of shit, and they were, you know, enslaved a whole race of people, and... Mm-hmm. Killed them pretty much at whim. His father said they're just slaves. They're not worth anything. But when Moses, like, makes it clear that Ramses and him are, you know, not going to be together, that Moses has this thing to do. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Ramses is definitely, like, you can tell he is just devastated that he lost his brother because he loves him so much. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that was pretty, you know. That in the the human part, you can see that is like, damn, that sucks.
0: It's very sad. He's
1: dead. He's hurt, and that's part of why he's so mad at him. Other than the whole, you know, we're gonna lose all our slaves thing, <laughs> which oh, is something.
0: Other that's than all that,
1: He's just mad at his brother for like throwing away the relationship.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's definitely like the saddest. I mean, besides, you'll have it saying goodbye to Moses. Uh-huh. Ooh, because that like the uh, oh the tears on her face ripped my freaking heart out
2: <laughs> oh. um i don't know it's
0: just so emotional that but, was
2: if i could go interject because
1: really yeah, you'll talk more about the music here in a second mm-hmm. and uh more of the songs that you like and all that i i really don't remember too much of them but one part that i did like was just the musical ass part where they were like both holding a note at the same time like they were singing the same song but like contrasting and then they I both like
2: not your people go yeah
1: and yeah. at the same time mm-hmm. Moses is saying let my people go and mm-hmm. then they both like hold the go at the same time I was like that's kind of hot right there you know? I love
0: it I love like, it so much
1: because I do love musicals and I was like okay singing that live would be kind of sick
0: oh yeah because it hits I... it
1: hits your spine you know, it gets you like, ooh.
0: ooh. That's like every, almost every song in this. I love a musical-ass musical moment. And that is one of my favorite things that musicals do. Like, they do it in Les Mis a lot. Where the characters are essentially saying opposite things. Yeah, but then they gentle. end up lining mm-hmm. together. And it's like, oh, makes like, me nuts. Oh,
1: y'all oh, don't understand are. that you have the same motivations. Y'all got the mm-hmm. same... Ideas. It's like Avatar, the last airbender, all over again. That's why Zuko and Aang, what an amazing story. Go listen to those episodes.
0: (laughs) Oh my God.
2: uh,
1: It's great. Famous plug. You love it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But Moses gets away. He saves his people. He saves his people.
1: If you ask the Mormons, they made it to Utah. So, you know, (laughs) they made it to the promised land, the Red Sea. That was a long walk for them, but they done made it. You could see the Utah Jazz play. All that fun stuff. This movie also could be called Sometimes You Should Just Give Up The Ramsey Story. Cause that man was way way too committed to having those slaves.
0: Yeah, he was very um Yeah. He the dude had dental vision.
1: Mm-hmm. Stubborn oh, as hell. Absolutely. Just let them go to Utah, let them have their promised land, let them go. You know? Yeah. And at this point, because I was excited. I'm about to talk about how much I don't remember from the Bible and how much I don't pay attention in mm-hmm. church. That's you. Well, this is one thing where I was like excited because I was like, yes, I remember what happens after this. Cause after they cross the red sea, I was like, are y'all ready for some wandering? Because they hella wander for some time. And like, people are like Moses, what the hell? And like, they get the fucking, uh, mana from heaven mm-hmm. and all these things to like prove that hey moses wasn't lying and they just skipped over the wandering and i was like yep. what the hell
2: man <laughs>
0: you're like dang it the one plot point i recall yeah. i don't but, even get to see it
1: but at least they made up for it because in the age of marvel in the age of the
0: oh god the yep. tease
1: in the age of the post credit mid-credit scene after this wandering is skipped over, they do a little bit of a time jump and they show my man Moses like take a step forward and the music is swelling, and the uh, fucking Ten Commandments show up like a goddamn mid-credit scene of a Marvel movie. It. And you can just picture everyone like oh shit, <laughs>
3: <Dad, laughs> hey, or oh, those yo, are that what that I think
1: they is. are. Is, and and it does hit the pretty dope part. Because what do they do with the music then? They finish it off. They return to the beginning. They hit you with one more. Two words. And then they just boom.
0: Beautiful.
1: It's over. And then it says the Ten Commandments will return. No, it did not say
0: that. It did not say that. (laughs) Look
1: out for Avengers Infinity War.
0: You want more? Pick up a Bible. Uh
1: (laughs) (laughs) If you thought that was cool. Guess how cool God is in the New Testament?
0: Um, he's a lot cooler, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> he's more chill.
0: Yeah, he's way more chill and a lot less vengeful. Eh. Oh my god, that's so funny. We love propaganda. Fantastic.
1: Eh.
0: It was really good. Really good though. It, you cannot say that is not a little little hype. That's pretty fun. What? If you like know Christian lore? Oh yeah,
1: yeah. And and again, that's what I knew. That's why I was like. It's like the thing yeah. that like every show does nowadays though, which is very, very mm-hmm. funny because it's just funny that it's for the Bible. It's for like religion yeah. <laughs> and it's like, damn, the dark. Bible is
0: hype as shit. Man. I know
1: what's coming up, man. It's Meanwhile, the Bible's illusion.
0: Like, and he begot him and he begot yeah. him. Also this woman kind of a slut. We're going to yeah. kill her. <laughs> also, Cause we she hate begot women. Right? Him. Yeah. yeah. I also love that. It's like men begotting men yeah uh, Yeah, the man gave birth Mm -hmm. yep
1: that's it when we got pregnant said God anyways speaking so much about religion and God and all that I I just have to let y'all know I alluded to it earlier it's time to return to it much like this movie returns to the beginning let me return to something I talked about and uh, say that I really don't remember the Bible much New Testament but especially the old testament because i was raised catholic we really don't pay attention to the old testament as kayla said that's more Mm of the uh jewish religion uh hebrew all that stuff that's what they focus on
0: the abrahamic religion
1: Ah, nice look at you you. religious studies minor
0: religious studies minor (laughs) bitch
1: but honestly and i'm being a hundred percent i'm being dead ass
0: you dead ass right now uh-huh. about the Bible?
1: Most of what I remember from the story is from the Rugrats episode. Oh when God. they told it and they showed it. They did a great job with that. I ain't going to lie. Them shits oh. was banging. And they told it concisely and told it well. And you got it. And that, like, that's what I picture in my head.
0: Mm-hmm. When I picture
1: this, which is very funny. But it... It's
0: just Tommy Pickles in a diaper with the little mm-hmm. head thing. Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: absolutely. And then, like, the mummy... And Curse the Cowardly Dog with, like, when they talk about the plagues and portray them. You know, like, the mummy does an amazing job with it. It looks great. And, you know, as I said, they they just don't teach this in, like, Catholic religion. Yeah. They focus more on Jesus, New Testament, and all that.
0: You know, maybe they do, and you just weren't paying attention. I mean, maybe, because
1: (laughs) I, I definitely just... It's hard just because of like my experience with religion and the fact that i just really don't it's just not something that i think is for everyone and it's not for me obviously as many people say if you can practice your religion and do it without infringing on the rights and making other people feel like shit because they don't believe in the same thing you do i'm Mm -hmm. all for it If religion, whatever your religion is, whatever your beliefs are, as long as they're for you, they're a positive force in your life, and they make you want to spread positivity and not hate, fine. Do you, do what you want. The second you use your beliefs to infringe on the rights and beliefs of others and make other people feel like shit because they don't believe the same thing, then I'm just not for it. And unfortunately, that's pretty much what, like all religions do
0: yeah pretty much
1: so i for myself i just i just like don't think of religion at all and because of church when i hear religion oftentimes i just tune out i just mm-hmm. like don't pay attention bah,
0: bah, 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 bah.
1: yeah like i legitimately had forgotten that moses was a shepherd and when i saw him with the sheep uh, and kayla was like oh yeah remember he, he was a shepherd do you get it and i was like damn he was, Yo. huh, <laughs> mhm, and that's like his defining feature prior to you know all the other super important things, like the Ten Commandments and parting the Red Sea and all that parting
0: the sea and shit, yeah,
1: and it just got me thinking to sort of wrap this up real quick and my yeah. thoughts with this and why it just sort of doesn't work for me, It's just it's just unfortunately, because it is religion, it makes me not care as much. But I also think the Bible would be pretty fucking metal if it shed like 70% of that fluff, you know, the begot, begot, begot and all that Can the I hate get like stuff. the
0: abridged version of the Bible, please? Yeah,
1: and if people didn't take it as fact,
0: yeah, and it was and just, just taken as like a, as a fictional story.
2: story, like
1: Lord of the Rings, which it is, if it just took it as a <laughs> fictional story, then it'd be kind of fun. Then I'd be like, damn, dog, you're talking you're talking about plagues? Talking about part of the Red Sea, that shit fire mm-hmm. as hell, man it is cool this man god don't play around
0: that's why i like the songs because it's like ooh, let's just sing about it Uh
1: let's just sing about it it. but then it was just like i was just like "Ah, they're just singing hymns i don't need to listen to this no i know i know hey i'm telling my truth no so anyways enough about me enough about how i felt you know the religion affecting this and all that kayla you love the songs talk more about them let me know and also i guess i just have a quick question sure before you talk about the songs and you can get into it and mix all this up together it's just as you've alluded to many times you've had negative experiences with religion and hey. all that so uh yeah. i don't know i guess i'm just curious how you sort of rectify that Mm -hmm. And still enjoy this movie and still find, like, the joy and the love of this, even though it's, like, Uh I don't know, essentially just religion.
0: Yeah. So, and I'm working on this in therapy. But I'm pretty sure. (laughs) I think how I'm able to rectify it and kind of, like, hold that cognitive dissonance in my mind Mm -hmm. is realize that, and I only really look at this story through the lens of the Hebrews. Like, I don't really take it in the context of Christians. Okay. Like, this is, I look at it, this to me is like a Jewish story. Even though Christians use this as part of their foundation as well, Mm -hmm. to me, it's very much the story of a nation and a people and i look at it through that lens so i'm kind of able to distance myself personally in my experience with like you know the implicate implications of the bible and these stories as a whole like doing personal damage to me i instead like compartmentalize and see mm-hmm. this as the the good and like the hope that people were brought by being mm-hmm. told these stories um and I think the music does a really good job of conveying the like golden nugget of love and like you know because I'm just like, a sucker for any story um, where people overcome insurmountable odds. Everybody mm-hmm. loves an underdog, and the Jewish people are like the underdog of like human history for a lot. Of, yeah, right, um,
1: yeah. People uh, gotta y'all gotta <laughs> leave the Jewish people alone because my hey, God, stop it's just yeah that that's just insane that's a whole nother thing but god damn these people have been through
0: oh, way more They <laughs> said double genocide yeah not continuing genocide to this modern day but it's pretty crazy uh yeah i mean you're right like a lot of emotional damage and like spiritual harm was brought to me through organized religion but Like I said, and I, you know, I've reiterated many times throughout this, I look at this as just a story Mm -hmm. and I think it's a beautiful story and the music helps guide you through that story in such a compelling and entertaining way. Mm -hmm. Like the power of raw, we get the, like, you know, the bad you know, you said you're like, oh, Scar about to walk out like this mm-hmm. the villain song. And it hella was. And I love it. And it's camp. Sure. And great. <laughs> um, and then we have like the sweet little moment of Moses. Realizing maybe I am not as fulfilled in my life as I could be mm-hmm. if I opened my eyes to, you know, the world around me and kind of help rectify things Um, in that I just love. I mean, they do it in Les Mis, too, which is, like, one of my favorite movies, which is also heavily religious as well. Um, But it's just really good. And then Heaven's Eyes has been stuck in my head ever since we watched the movie a few days ago. Because, my God, is that a fun little number. Mm -hmm. Where you're just like... Like, it's a bomb-ass melody. And it's stuck in my head all the time. Also what an encouraging little message not necessarily like i don't know the whole christian perception of heaven Mm
2: -hmm. like
0: looking at your life through a greater purpose is just kind of just like a very motivating thing it's like you don't know the impact that you could be having on other people we are all kind of equal amongst each other but we are all equally as important in that sense Uh and it's cool because you get to see joseph rebuild his life and be joyful Uh which is always so nice deliver us slash the lullaby theme Mm -hmm. uh with yoheved moses's mother and also miriam moses's sister is just so beautiful Uh but like the ultimate and i think probably the most well-known song from this movie is called when you believe okay um and it's it makes me cry every time because it is just so sweet and it is like the essence of faith Mm -hmm. and perseverance they have a line in the song um so the the main lines are there can be miracles when you believe though hope is frail it's hard to kill Mm -hmm. And that's what Moses tells his people and the people that are close to him and following him is that, and it's true of every minority that's ever existed, which is why I think a lot of religions and faiths have persevered, is Mm -hmm. that hope um, that there is good to come out of this. And if you endure, it will be worth it, Mm
2: -hmm. which is
0: both very depressing and very inspirational. But Moses says they can beat you. They can kill your family they can do everything but they can't take away your faith Mm -hmm. and it's just like such a beautiful thing to actually see people come out on the other side Mm -hmm. of all of this torment and torture and yeah it's just like a beautiful message Mm -hmm. of not only like believing in yourself but believing in the people around you that if you have a common goal you can achieve it
1: yeah it kind of reminds me because i mean that is true You know, that is the, uh, as I said before, that's the thing that I appreciate about religion is that, Mm -hmm. you know, it can make people's lives better and it can give them strength and it can, you know, as long as it does something positive for you and you're able to spread positivity to others, I think that's a great thing and it is a beautiful thing. And it just sort of, what you were saying reminds me of a picture that I recently saw because, you know, TikTok has their trends and there was a thing where they said, What's like one of the most powerful pictures you've ever said, and someone else or ever seen, and someone else said, like what's a picture that someone has taken where you think you know that their life was in danger and all that, and it's a pretty crazy picture because it's uh, you know, like World War Two, the height of the Nazis in Germany and all that, yeah. and then it's a picture of a menorah on a windowsill, and in the back you can see the Nazi flag, and it's just sort of like. Sp-
3: it's very intense
1: intense. yeah because but it you know goes along with what you were saying is that they they're not going to take that away from you you know yeah you're going to make it through it and it's just crazy because it's just like wow what what an amazing Mm -hmm. strong picture and knowing that just like in this story you know how many died
3: Mm -hmm.
1: but they still made it you know they're still here Mm -hmm. made it through so it's definitely a crazy like
0: Oh yeah. It's a very emotional thing. Mm -hmm. And that's like you, I think you're finally getting like to the essence of like why I'm affected by this Mm -hmm. film. It's like that nugget of just humanity Mm -hmm. that we get to see through the the story and hear in the music and how I feel when I listen to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I don't know. I, I also, it just reminds me of my family because i i grew up watching this and we'd sing it as we watched it and it's oh, sure. there's something extremely personal to me about singing with others and that's why a lot of faiths sing in church
2: you feel <laughs> yeah. closer
0: to people around you and it releases dopamine into your brain uh-huh. when you sing with other people mm-hmm. and the The act of unifying voices through song is something that I was very passionate about and mm-hmm. still am. And I still get a lot of joy. And yeah, it's it's such a human thing. And to yeah. see like such a human story told and sung about in such a well-executed way, it, it's just extremely moving. Mm-hmm. And then- you get to see the success, yeah, granted, obviously it's never eluded you know the future of the Jewish people and the continued atrocities they would and continue to endure, yeah. um but for that moment, they're they are in the land of milk and honey, they mm-hmm. are at peace, they are living the lives they wanted to,, mm-hmm. which is great, and I love it so much, so yay,
2: oh, well,
0: yeah it's it's time i think
1: it's time to define the relationship let's do a little dtr
0: Mm -hmm.
1: i'll start off by saying you know don't get me wrong at the end of it all at the end of the day the movie is good and it was good and And, you know the highlights were definitely the voice acting Thought every character was voiced very well. The singing was very strong. <laughs> the animation was super good. Yeah, mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum was in there being Jeff Goldblum. Some of the voices, you know, the, they just have too iconic of a voice. Yeah. Where you're like, it can't Why the describing. hell is Jeff Goldblum Moses' brother? But anyways, <laughs> it's just tough, you know? And I think that that's something that I think we will begin to see and explore more here on the podcast is the role that nostalgia plays. Oh, yeah. And I mean that's kind of like our whole premise, but you know, we kind of are starting to get a little bit more into uh more of our niche things. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what I want to do more of this year. But just the role that nostalgia plays and how good you think something is. Mm-hmm. Because I, I think about that all the time. You know, like you think about a classic movie. We'll just use like, you know, The Godfather. Sure. You think about a classic movie, but then you have someone nowadays who has never experienced it who never knows or you know who knows nothing about it if they watched it today in 2023 would they still think it's good or would they I be like no oh what is this you know just there's something I think about all the time so for me having zero nostalgia for this and seeing it in my adult life in 2022 you know we saw it like what last week mm-hmm. final week of the year and with my adult ideals and all that I thought the movie was good, but it just, you know, wasn't great for me. Yeah. Like I said, you know, my struggle, just not really caring for religion, it's portrayal. When I hear religious stuff, I get flashbacks, feel like I'm in church. I tune out. <laughs> but... Uh, I you
0: were going to say, feel like I'm a nom. Uh... No,
1: <laughs> no, my God. <laughs> that's a whole different thing. I, 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 you know, I just tune out. And like, that's my thing. That's just you know, it's not a fault with this movie or with, the, with that. But for me... Yeah, you know, I, I guess something I could fault them for is just that for me the songs were forgettable. Like I don't know, I, I I just could not. I for the life of me, I could not tell you a single lyric from the songs. And if I didn't have the names of the songs in front of me, I would not remember the name of the song. <laughs> I mean, the whole time I was just thinking about Hellfire from the Hunchback of Notre
3: Dame.
1: I know, but I can see why this gets the praise. I can see why some moments are great. Like I said, that one musical moment was good, but uh, you know, the fact of it is some things are just not for some people. And sometimes even great things are just not for some people. So, wow. I don't know.
0: Well said though. It's fine. Um, I, I, I mean, I feel like I've pretty well defined my relationship throughout this. It's extraordinarily complicated. And a few more years of therapy might get to the untangling of this nasty web. That is my relationship with uh, organized religion. Mm -hmm. However, I still love this movie despite all of the things that I've gone through and truths I've learned over the past Mm -hmm. almost two decades. It's pretty crazy how even with all of the things that I just said, I'm still able to love this film. Mm -hmm. Um, Like you said, it's extremely rooted in nostalgia for me. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I'll ever not like this movie because it is just so human. And I, I love animated films. I love musicals and I love human stories and Mm -hmm. that this movie does all of that. Of, Of course, it's got a lot of, propaganda because it is literally about the Bible, oh yeah the Bible the Bible I said that weird okay. literally about the Bible, <laughs> but yeah i I love the music in this movie when you believe is one of the most beautiful pieces of music I think I've ever heard and will hear, it's just so touching and yeah i I am a hundred percent so dependent on this movie, and I don't think I, I Will ever not be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, look at that. We have different opinions, but we still love each other.
1: <laughs> okay,
0: isn't yeah. that what that's all about?
1: Isn't that that's what, what it's, it's all, all about, about?
0: Yep, yep, yep. Well, yep. you
1: know, whatever you think about this one, you know, you can let us know. You can let me know. Maybe, maybe I am in the minority mm-hmm. because apparently there's a lot of people that really like this film. I just, you know, I ain't got the connection. But anyways,
2: mm-hmm.
1: regardless of how you feel about it, thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed listening to this one. And if you liked what you heard, please, hey, give us a follow, give us a download, spread the word. You know, tell your people, go to your your herd of goats and whisper <laughs> in all the goats' ears, hey, why don't you do me a favor, go ahead and listen to the show dependent podcast? You know, mm-hmm. give them a give them a little iPhone, give them a little uh i goat. Let them know that they can find the show dependent podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Pods, wherever you listen to podcasts, we should be there ready for you. If you want to give this podcast a follow, you can follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, at showdependentpod, that is S-H-O, dependent pod. Want to give myself a follow, tell me how wrong I am, go ahead. It's on (laughs) Twitter, on Twitch, at Victor V. Sweet. And Kayla, where can you be found so they can tell you what amazing opinions you have?
0: Oh, thank you. Yes, uh, please praise me. Uh, Much like the Lord, you may praise me on Twitter. Uh, DJ Vivich.
1: (laughs) Very nice. Good stuff.
0: Thank you. So here's the
1: thing. In the last few episodes of 2022, we said we wanted to do more stuff than movies. You know, I definitely feel that if you're sitting at home wondering, why do they always do movies when they talk about, oh, it's anything and everything. So this year in 2023, we want to branch out into our Mm -hmm. larger picture of what we really wanted to do with this pod. We oh, do yeah. not want it to be just movies. I want it to be anything that's influenced our lives. So with that being said, one thing that is a major influence on everyone's lives, because we all need it, is food.
3: Yay, food! Some people mm-hmm. take their
1: time to make each meal. You know, they sit down, they carefully curate their meal, nutritional facts, nutritional value, really, you know, home-cooked meals all the time. And some people like their food fast. For us here on Show Dependent, there was definitely one standout fast food joint in our youths Mm
3: -hmm. that we just
1: got to talk about. From the burgers, to the spicy chicken, to the tacos, and to the jumbaco. There's one guy who did it right, and next episode, you guessed it. We're talking about Jack in the Box, baby.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: It's always there for you. It's always there for you when you need it. I know. Mm Mm-hmm so come on back enjoy that one in the next episode get some curly see fries oh god a curly fries mm. uh, my Oh we're gonna right get there.
0: into it don't come to the next episode hungry you will regret it
1: or or get your meal ready and eat go. while you listen
0: mm-hmm. when all you've got is nothing there's a lot to go around